Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first and only episode of the University Rx podcast. My name is Emily, and today we are going to be talking about mental health stigmas and prescription drug use among college students. We will be joined by a guest later on in the podcast that can speak of his own experiences regarding the topic. To begin, let's talk about drugs, specifically prescription drugs. Within the drug-taking culture of America, I think there is a lot to be said about the subsection of the drug-taking culture within college students. College students often have a certain expectation. Go hard at studying, go hard at partying. Both of these can be achieved through the use of prescription drug use. Adderall enhances studying, and Xanax enhances partying. To a lot of people who don't partake in this, they might feel left out of the college experience or like they are falling behind, which can lead to pressure to eventually indulge themselves. However, these all sound like generalizations, don't they? College students are old partiers? They all do drugs to either get ahead in studying or to have fun? As a college student, I have seen it myself and would argue that it's more common than not. On the other hand, I have met plenty of people who don't partake. So what's the deal with this? Well, the article, Misperceptions of Peer Pill Popping, The Prevalence, Correlates, and Effects of Inaccurate Assumptions About Peer Pharmaceutical Misuse, goes into depth about the misperceptions of prescription drug use among college students and how this affects actual drug use. Of course, there's the fact that many students don't realize that prescription drug use is just as dangerous and illegal as street drugs. However, social norms and peer pressure were also shown to play a role, but probably not in the way that you would think. When people think of peer pressure, they often think, Hey, come on, man. Just do some drugs. Don't be lame. This article is more so talking about what they call perceived behaviors, or perceived norms, that are caused by misperceptions of the perceived amount of drugs that peers do versus the actual amount of drugs that peers do. The study shows that students perceived that around 80% of their peers use prescription stimulants, when in reality, only around 10% did. These misperceptions contribute to the drug-taking culture in college because people create external pressure on themselves to take drugs, even if it's not actually there. So, how does this pressure, perceived or actual, affect those struggling with mental health, especially men? From my experience, men are held to a higher standard of partying than women in college. Men are also often held to a higher standard of mental health. The article, Men's Mental Health, Spaces and Places That Work for Men, talks about masculinity and how it relates to social norms and expectations of men. Not fulfilling the roles society puts on men can lead to mental health issues, as, according to the article, many men place their worth in external factors. How does this pressure contribute to prescription drug misuse while silencing mental health struggles at the same time? To talk about this more, I would like to invite my guest to join us. Hi there, anonymous guest. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Happy to be here. It's great to have you. Why don't we get started by you telling me about your struggles with mental health and societal pressures as a male college student? Okay, yeah. Um, So I've dealt with anxiety and depression for a while. I started back in like junior high. Um, I had to do half days at school because I felt like I couldn't be there a whole day just because of how anxious I was. Um, A lot of it's like social anxiety, um, but yeah, you know, I was just, you know, prescribed antidepressants from a pretty young age. I was described, uh, prescribed Xanax from a pretty young age. Um, 
And I've just had a fair history of kind of struggling with those two things, anxiety and depression. Um, and as a male college student, uh, I just feel like I can't, you know, I feel like I kind of have to hide my struggles. Um, I, you know, I, I know like with my social anxiety, I really don't want anyone to know about that. Um, I'm kind of worried that if I, you know, kind of express any of my struggles, it'll kind of make me seem like, um, you know, maybe kind of like lame or kind of like, uh, you know, just not like a, you know, tough masculine male. Um, and it, it's kind of hard to describe that pressure, but it's definitely there. Um, just not wanting other people to know about it. Um, especially social anxiety. I think that's as a male, it, I, I feel very kind of pathetic at times for having that. Um, and at such a social place like college, it's, it's, yeah, there's just a lot of pressure to kind of hide that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. Do you feel there is a difference in attitudes towards prescription drugs being used as intended versus recreationally? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, if like people in the way they talk about, you know, prescription drugs, um, they only really do it openly if it's talking about doing it recreationally. Um, if I were ever to, to, you know, like talk about it with my friends in terms of like, oh, like I need to use, you know, my Xanax because I have this anxiety and it helps me with that. Um, it would feel very like taboo and serious and weird. Um, but you know, if I approach the same person, I'm like, Hey, like, do you want to, you know, take some Xanax to, I guess, you know, just have fun recreationally. Um, they would be like excited to talk about it. Um, they would kind of just react a lot differently. Um, and it very much feels like a thing where, you know, I'm welcome to talk about my, you know, needs for these drugs. Um, I'm sorry. I'm welcome to talk about them in like a recreational in a recreational term, um, but not so in terms of like how I actually need them. Um, and it's kind of just weird, you know, just having a diff like two different reactions to kind of the same thing depending on like the context. Um, and it's definitely a thing where talking about them in terms of like how I need them is like definitely not something that would be normal and that would be kind of looked down upon. Um, but yeah, if brought up recreationally, people would just, you know, think it's all cool and, you know, be all excited and stuff. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a difference. Yeah, I can imagine that. Going off of that, do you think that it can cause pressure for those with prescription medicine to misuse it to satisfy their peers? Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of my friends, a lot of people would be, you know, down to, you know, just taking, you know, Xanax, for example, recreationally. Um, and I know that if I kind of offered that, they would be really excited. I'd get a lot of positive reactions. Um, they'd probably look at me as like, you know, being pretty cool for being willing to do that. Um, and so there is pressure for me to kind of like offer that to my friends. Um, and just knowing that I'm kind of, I have this rare access to it. Um, it's definitely not common to be prescribed it like I am. Um, it kind of feels like I have something that other people don't and, just knowing that it kind of puts pressure on me to kind of share that because others will look up, look up to me if I do that. Um, and yeah, it just definitely feels like there's a lot of people where if I offered that, you know, to do it recreationally with them, they would just jump on the ball and it would boost how they view me. Um, so yeah, there, there for sure is, you know, pressure to do that. Well, I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for your insightful comments and your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the University Rx podcast. I will see you never again. <laughs>